Visceralist Podcast. This is episode 127. Uh, you'll appreciate this. Uh, I My air conditioning, I left it oh. on too high overnight. <laughs> so it's... It's like it's like freezing this morning, and so I was, and just now, like I'm I'm still I'm topless because I, I, I sleep topless, and I, so I just scandalous of it. Just woke up, so I've been rubbing my arms with my hands, and oh, I, like ice tray, like ice tray, yeah, Trey Young rubbing this rubbing. Oh, arms. is that does he do that? Yeah, I haven't he even. Rubs- Okay. Well, I was going to reference, actually, I felt like I was like Bruce Wayne in Batman Begins. Oh. When he's okay. out on the ice. Yeah. With Ra- Raz Ogul. Now, apparently, so that's the where Raz says the famous line, um, uh, what does he say? He's, he's something like, focus on warming up your chest. Your arms will take care of themselves or something like that. That I don't remember that at all. He says something like, "Like, because they're both just sitting on the ice, or or just off like to the side of the ice lake." This is after he knocks Bruce in the ice water, actually. Right. Um, and so they're warming up by the fire afterwards, and he's like, "I forget." He's he's like, "Focus on," because Bruce is just like shivering. And trying to warm up his arms, and he says, "I, I it's either, it's one way or the other." It's, he either says, "Warm, focus on warming your chest. Your arms will take care of themselves," or "Focus on warming your arms. Your chest will take care of themselves." Either way, mm. Christopher Nolan was asked about that later, um, and by someone's like, "So is that a, is that a real thing? Did you research that in like some sort of survivalist guide or something?" And he's like, "No, I just made it up because it sounded cool." So, <laughs> no, it sounded good though. Right? Yeah, you guys believed it. I mean, I certainly did back then. Um, so, so, I don't know. Speaking of, you know, weather temp related uh, thing. Wow, this is a terrible transition. <laughs> <laughs> what an excellent transition! I wanted to get into trifling in NYC. The big one is there's a big rainstorm. New York City subway is going viral. Uh, and, you know, long-time listeners will know what big fans of the subway we are, um, just from a practicality point of view, infrastructure, New York history, all, all that rolled into one. There have been several sort of quick video clips that went viral uh, that we were talking about just before recording. And uh, I did want to note one that I, I guess you haven't seen. I think you saw like... I need to find this one. So there was a couple clips from Dykeman, or, and, yeah. which I, it's up in the Bronx, right? These, uh, there was one in the Bronx, but the Dyk- Dykeman would be like Upper Manhattan. But okay, I did yeah. see some from the Bronx where it was just like pouring, like raining inside the subway essentially. Yeah, so these ones were where like literally the stairs to go down into the subway were, were f- like flooded, like like on some Indiana Jones adventure. It, yeah, it's like <laughs> the water is coming up to like the middle of the stairs as you walk down. And there are clips of people actually doing it. And, I, you know, I felt bad for them, obviously, um, in, in that they felt, I don't know if they're going to work or something. It was in the morning. Um, and I, my first thought was like, well, can you just take the bus? Because um, there's buses everywhere. Um, right. Seems yeah. like you probably, I, I don't know. I don't know their situation. But... <laughs> it, one part was funny because there was two guys 
and the camera person was just behind these two guys. And the first, they both had um, like big uh, black plastic uh, garbage bags. Okay. And the first, and and again, they're going into this thing where the water, once they get to like the platform, is at waist level or maybe even armpit level. And so the first guy, he puts the garbage bag like over his head. Like, sort of like he's doing it like a poncho that you see people what, do. he's got no hole? Did he make a hole? I don't think he... I think... I don't know. They're handing, handing out these garbage bags somewhere, but... <laughs> right. Like, okay. So, he put it over his head, and then he just kind of went in, <laughs> and he disappeared. I, I, <laughs> he disappeared? I, well, I sort of lost track of him, because the other guy behind him was doing something I thought was smarter, which was like, he was sort of putting it around his leg, sort of like a potato sack. Okay. Like a sack race. I was like, okay, this is, this seems better. As long as you could walk, walk in it, you sort of shimmy your way, because as long as it's above the waterline, you should actually be fine. Right. Um, and he starts walking. He takes like two steps. Immediately falls on his falls on his face. Oh my god! Into the water. Uh, gets the water all in the back. He he turns tail and and goes back up the stairs. And the video clip ends there. So, you know. Oh man. I yeah, mean, I, 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 what, what do you make of these videos? Wouldn't be me. I'm not going down <laughs> in there. You get a te- you get a call in sick. I would well. First of all, yeah, I would have taken a picture, taken a video, and sent mm. it. Like, you see this? So I might just go and work from home, or I'll find an alternate way. But I'm not wading through mystery subway water. Absolutely not. Like, who knows what sites of parasites? And uh-huh. you brought this up: the potential of rats swimming in this water. Mm. Like, imagine if you're in there, and then you feel like a little nibble. And then, then it like really oh turns God. into the Indiana Jones movie. And then all of a sudden, like the wall breaks, and, like all these these rats just like come falling out of the tiles. <laughs> like, yeah, oh I mean, there is something about swimming rats that's so much worse than yeah rats that sort of scurry around at your feet. Oh my gosh! But yeah, I was thinking like I, I think like the swimming rat, it's it's thinking like it just needs to survive. And if my like upper torso is out of the water, like. I'm. I think I'm viewed as like flotation it, device, right? So it's gonna like start crawling on. It's gonna get in your hair. Yep. <sighs> um. The, the weird thing is, like, the, the train was. I. I was really trying to figure out like how this worked logistically because the trains were still running at this station. You could see like a train moving in the in the in the far That's foreground. Odd too. Yeah. I, I'm curious to know how that worked. Like, how are people even swiping in? Like, I don't know. I think it somehow worked, and it was only flooded like in that initial platform area. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, that was. I mean, that was terrible. There's no chance. Uh, yeah, the 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 pe- the dirtiness of the water. If any of it gets in your mouth, God forbid. But, oh, but your God. your eye, even your some splashes in your eyes or your ears, like that. Man, that's getting right. in. So 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 you wait. Let's just play it out, right? So I wade through this water, and then I go to work with those same clothes on, and spend the next <laughs> however many hours at work wearing these clothes. No, that is not. No way. Yeah. Like, 
<laughs> yeah, there <laughs> that has, is nonsense. There, Absolutely not. There has to be some allowances made. I, I mean, yeah, these like, I mean, to have that kind of dedication, that's got to be like, I mean, going to like your mistress is about to to tell your wife that. <laughs> that that the jig is up <laughs> like that's that's the only reason you, i mean it's got to be or like I, I, yeah again where where you all 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 rational thought is just fleed from your mind and you're just like oh, i gotta get there i gotta get there right. i gotta figure this out like right. like I, I was about to say like oh maybe if like you have this job interview but even then you show up to a job interview like that <laughs> like uh, like me, well, uh, Mr. Johansson, uh, we are glad you came through this storm, but um, you're not going <laughs> to smell like that every day, right? <laughs> you're also not going to need a change of clothes <laughs> every day, oh, are you? Man. And a towel? Yeah. Okay. Well, I just want to square that away. Uh, yeah, it was it was rough. Um, but I do have a, a more traditional trifling in NYC as well that we that we can get into this is uh fairly recent i wrote i wrote two two you know i try to keep notes of these in my phone so i don't forget them and of course you know as per usual i wrote two down one of them is just a, it just says sunglasses on my face and i don't remember what that's about at all mm-hmm. i mean i wear sunglasses i've been wearing sunglasses in the summer that's true. Maybe I have no idea what it's like. You were looking to. for them, and they were on your face the whole time. I was looking for them, and I, it turns out I was wearing them <laughs> in the normal in the normal sense, in the normal right. style, uh, the whole time. Uh, no, not that. So I'm going to go with the other one. And it's about. Uh, I'm not going to say the name of this this place, but it's a bar um, that uh, that you and I were at recently. Um, meeting up with some friends and I got there before everyone else. And so this is a place in, uh, in Brooklyn I'd never been to before. Uh, it was a pretty good, cool place actually. Really. It was really big. And, uh, oh, yeah, that's true. It was, I, I got, um, I got up to the bar and, uh, it wasn't too crowded, and so I was able to have a little chat with the bartender, um, and I was just going through the menu and asking some questions about some beers they had, and then uh, she was very helpful, and I decided on one, and she's like, okay, are you going to be um, outside or indoors to drink this? Um, this place had, had a bunch of outdoor seating. And so I was but like, technically the outdoor seating was like communal space seating, right? Um, yeah. I mean, I don't want to get, get too much detail about this place because yeah. if we start getting the particulars, people will figure it out, I, I think. And I, I mean, I'm not even sure why I'm, I'm not using the name. I just maybe just being extra careful. I did really like this place, but yeah, there was a, there was a big area where there was some shared seating. So, um, in any case, I was like, well, I'm meeting some people. I'm not sure where they're going to want to sit. Um, so cause she's the reason she asked, she's like, uh, if you're going to be outside, we have these plastic cups that'll put the beer in, but if you're going to be inside, we have regular glasses. And so I was like, well, 
I'm not sure what my friends are going to want to do. Um, maybe just give me a plastic cup uh, just to be safe in case we do want to go outside, because presumably I could... Right. That's the more versatile option, the plastic. <laughs> it is. It's quite <laughs> versatile. Um, speaking of what, do you know technically DVDs, the V in DVD technically stands for versatile, not video? Wait, I don't even know what the other two, what the Ds stand for. Digital video disc is what is what most people... You didn't Wait, know? so... What? How did you not know that? I mean, I guess I never really thought about it. So it stands for digital versatile disc. A lot of people think it's think it stands for digital video disc. Apparently, that it actually perfect sense. stands for digital versatile vi- disc. Anyway, that, that, I don't like that as much. I don't either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> reclaim. We're gonna reclaim that V for video. Um, so anyway, I was like, I was like, yeah, maybe you should just. Just do a plastic cup. And she's like, oh, well, I mean, if you're going to be here, if you're going to sit here at the bar while you wait, uh, I'd really prefer to give you a glass because uh, we don't want to risk running out of plastic cups. Okay. That's what she said. Uh, You never know. You never know. Because uh, because they can wash. They can wash the the glasses, presumably. Uh, If they get super crowded. Uh, that night, or th- maybe the weekend, uh, you know, they uh, they wanted to, to <clears throat> factor that in. So I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, that's fine. Uh, glass is fine. I'll just I'll just sit here. Uh, and so she does that. I get the glass, and then I'm you know sort of checking my phone. I'm sort of looking around the bar, uh, and I. At some point, my my gaze goes towards um, basically right in front of where I was sitting, uh, but against the so looking over the I was at the bar, so looking over the bar lip uh, and against the wall near the the taps, there were okay. three, one two three, uh, huge boxes full <laughs> of plastic cups, and I know that they were full of plastic cups because uh, the top. Oh, the tops of them were open and I could see they were all filled to the brim, brim almost like they hadn't been used at all. So, mm. I mean, these boxes were like two, probably three feet by three feet by three feet full of just regular sized plastic cups. And I'm like, I'm looking around the bar. <laughs> I look, look behind me. I mean, there's scattered people there, but it's like, I mean, it, still, it was still pretty early. This thing is like 7 p.m. So I'm like, all right, I guess, I guess it could get really crowded. I've never been here before. Maybe it get maybe really rollicking, you know, nuts to butts level crowded. I'm sorry for using <laughs> that. Sorry for using that term, but um, nuts to butts. <laughs> you didn't have to say it again. That's um, the first time I've heard that. Okay, well, consider yourself lucky. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you never heard that in Columbus? No, nuts to butts. I never heard that anywhere. <laughs> nuts to butts? I feel like it might have come from Columbus with all the, the Buckeye thing. I don't know. Um, anyway, hmm. so uh, the people show up and uh, – sorry, the people we're with show up and you know we, 
we move we sort of out of a few different places. We sit at a few different places around the bar. We finally settle on one one table that's that is inside. So we all have glasses, and it's not really an issue until we go to a different place. So co- coincidentally, there's another bar literally right next door to this bar. <laughs> First bar. Yeah, so, you walk out the door, walk about 10 feet, and you're at the other one. So we, we transition to the second bar. And um, that bar is mostly, I think actually that second one only had cocktails. So the first one only had beer. Um, and the second one, I, I'm pretty sure only had cocktails basically so we're there for a little while and um at some point i go to the restroom and as i'm coming back i'm thinking hmm, i don't really want another cocktail right now maybe i'll just sneak in to uh the first bar grab a beer they'll put it and we, and we were sitting essentially outside at, at, the, at the second bar so i'm like my, the thinking is, as I'm coming back from the bathroom, I'm, I'll grab a beer at the first bar. They'll put it in a plastic cup, and right. I, I know they have... Just, all you got to say is, I'm going outside. Exactly. Say that. Yeah. And I know they have plenty, because even though it's like two and a half hours later, like barely any of people have shown up at this place at all. Um, so I know they have plenty of plastic cups. Shouldn't be an issue. So I go up, uh, and I, uh, I ask for a beer... And I'm saying, oh, we're, we've moved outside. I guess I should have a plastic cup. <laughs> and the same bartender, right. same bartender says to me, uh, and I, I guess I should note, they have some beers on tap, but they have some beers uh, in cans that they, I guess, are required to pour into a cup. I, I sort of thought. And so uh, I'm like, well, I'll have this one. It happens to be in a can. And she's like, and, and I say, I guess you should put it in a plastic cup because we're outside now. And she's like, oh, well, I can just give you the can. Oh. <clears throat> You're trying to tell her how to do her job, huh? <laughs> uh, you know, I guess I was. And, I, and, you know, that's overstepping. That's a little bit. <laughs> but, I mean, again, and so that's what she does. So she just gives me the can. I'm like, oh, okay. Am I, so I'm allowed to have... I don't think that's right, actually, because I... I think if it's going to be outside, you're actually not allowed to just give people cans if you know they're going to I be outside. I don't think so. Like, I, I'm pretty sure that's that's um, a thing in most, New York. Unless it's like right, unless like there was a like a back patio or something. But since we were going, since it was a more common space, I don't think you can just hand somebody a can and say "have at it." Well, apparently you can. So. Uh, well, she didn't say have at it, but uh, she, I think she actually said oh, uh, you did. that'll that'll be eight dollars. Um, so yeah, so again, like I don't know if it's just like the really aggy about conserving these plastic cups, which I guess is fine. I mean, it's you know I, I, there is some um, marginal like, cost to it, I suppose. Yeah, they can just. Buy more. I don't know. Maybe they were expecting like a huge crowd the next day. I don't know if there was a Euro Cup game or something. Um, uh, well, there was actually. Now they think about it, yeah, there would because this was a this was a Friday. So I mean, I assume I don't, I don't know. It's only like a week or so ago. Um, but yeah, or maybe they had like big plans for a Fourth of July. We're expecting tons of people, and they're like, "Oh, this is the last shipment of cups we're getting." Don't give out any plastic cups on Friday if you can. They're really hanging on to those cups. 
<laughs> um, and yeah, I guess there's, uh, you know, environmental concerns with plastic, although I think it might've been the biodegradable, biodegradable plastic that still looks like clear plastic. Mm, okay. I was really fixated on these cups. Once I saw those boxes stacked, <laughs> you, you couldn't move stacked past up it. and I, you know, I was at some point like the lettering on the side of the box sort started looking like a face that was laughing at me. Dang. And like the flaps on the top of the thing was like arms that were kind of like pointing. And <laughs> Doing like that Birdman dance. <laughs> Birdman, the basketball player. Yeah, like flapping his arms. You know, you know. Oh, I know. I know that. <laughs> I mean, that that was that did look pretty sweet. I, I gotta say, he, he did the whole like flowy arm motion. Anyway, it was pretty good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So look, it's fine. I would still go back to this place because uh, I did have a, a, a good time there. Um. And yeah, I don't know. Thoughts? It's not much of a story, but. No, I, I I would agree though. Like I would definitely go. I would agree on the going back. Um, it didn't. It, that that didn't happen to me, so I wasn't so hung up on it. But yeah, sometimes I do get fixated <laughs> on little things like that. Um, and I would have. I didn't notice any of this until you pointed it out. But yeah, I definitely would have been like, well, why can't I just have it? What if I want to go outside? Like I don't need to be restricted by this by this glass cup here <laughs> to be inside and outside. I'm not sure why you, uh, frankly, why a glass wouldn't be okay outside either. Because, re- I mean, restaurants with outdoor seating, even before the pandemic, like they'll serve you with regular glasses. If you're just sitting outside, like right, right outside. That's true. That's the other thing. Maybe it was just because of the nature of the place. It didn't seem, even though they did have the tables right out front, I don't think there was any like table service from what I could see. Maybe there was, so it was sort of like anybody can sit anywhere from, you know, you can get your food from any location or a drink and bring it there. So maybe that's what they were worried about, that people just take glasses to wherever and they would just lose glasses, which is more of an impact than losing a plastic cup. Correct. Yeah. Um. But anyway, uh, speaking. <laughs> speaking. Wait a second. This from, remember that one time. Uh, well, well, hold on. T- what we got here? A, you took a glass. There was, it was on like East Eighth Street or somewhere over there. East you took Eighth a glass Street. From like from one bar, and then took it around to the next one. And the bartender recognized the glass. Was like that's not our glass. Like took your drink. <laughs> um, this sounds. I mean, this definitely would have been a while ago. Uh, yeah, it was a while ago. This, <laughs> I just... this does sound familiar. Wait, so it was like I wasn't done with my drink at the first place, and so I brought it to the next place, and then tried to pass it off as one of their drinks, so I was dr- I could drink it there. Right, you were just drinking it at the bar, and the bartender was like, "Nope, that's not our glass," and took your drink. He grabbed drink it. Drink. Yes. What did I, what? Did I, uh, did I, uh, well, I don't want to say freak out, but I, uh, thinking of, 
thinking about what I was like back then, um, and the fact that I had been drinking, <laughs> I can imagine the response not being great out from me. It wasn't great, but it was good. I think it was better that other people were there because then you sort of laughed about it because we all laughed. It was shocking, and then we got a good laugh out of it. And then I think did we? I just bought you a drink. Did we? So we stayed there. <laughs> We stayed there for an actual drink. Then we may have gone. I think it was East Sixth Street, but there was a, a time hmm. where people were hanging out there a lot. I think I know. Like, I yeah. think I know which places. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a pretty aggressive move in the bartender's place. Like just mm-hmm. snagging it. They could say, "We don't allow outside drinks. Don't let it happen again." Yeah, because like I would have gone in there knowing I'm gonna still buy a, at least one or two drinks at this new place, right? So, shit, I think I did that recently. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I did I did it in the story I told just five minutes ago. Yeah. That's exactly what but I no, did. But those were like, but they were, that was, it's less clear boundaries. Yes. That, that one. Yes. Yeah. True. Um, and actually, the bartenders at the cocktail place were really cool to us. So, I really yeah. doubt they would have had any issue with it. Anyway. But <clears throat> speaking of uh, good transitions, I had one and I lost it, and so we're, let's talk about yeah, Loki. I messed it up. No, it's um, okay. That, thanks. I appreciate you reminding me of that story because I do sort of remember it. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah, I guess we can get into Loki. Uh, you know. Uh, I'm oh, pre- man. I'm, You're falling out? I'm pretty oh, okay. glad that there's only six episodes with this because you know this has been this has been a disappointment. I gotta say, this series. Dang, I've been super into it. Well, that's cool. Um, I think I maybe my expectations were too high because I think of the first three MCU TV shows, this was the one I was most looking forward to. I mean, look, yeah. I'm I haven't really like I. My thing with MCU at this point is just bring on the X Men, please, please bring the X Men in. True, I just want to see the, I want to see the Wolverine casting. I still think they should just stay with Hugh Jackman, and I think they could potentially get him, even though he said he's done. I still think it's possible. How old is Hugh Jackman now? Well, Wolverine's old in the comics. Like he's yeah, but eventually you um, I think you yeah, could do it another ten years. I think. Dang. I know he's in his, he's probably in his fifties, but look, de-aging, I mean, he's, who else is going to be better than him at, at Wolverine? Um, Do you have any fan casting? I mean, at some, at one point I thought Tom Hardy might be good, but he's, the, I see Tom seems Hardy unlikely. Saber tooth type of guy. Ooh. Um, oh, he would, yeah, oh, that's a good, it's a good call. He would be good for Sabretooth. What about... <laughs> This is a controversial one. Colin Farrell as the Wolverine. Huh. Nah, he's still a little too pretty. Too much of a pretty boy. Um, that's all I got, really. I mean, there's it's if they recast, which I think is the most likely. They will eventually, event. you know, because they're going to come out with a movie. I mean, X-Men, MCU. so if we're in Phase 4, X-Men is strongly tipped to be in Phase 5. Like, there won't be, there might be one. I mean, Rogue is pretty tightly enmeshed with Captain Marvel's story in the comics. 
Um, so it would make sense for her to maybe be the villain in the next Captain Marvel movie. Um, as a way of, of introducing, but anyway, uh, we're getting off, off topic. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm not, I guess I'd say that like, I'm not really looking forward to many of the movies in phase four and really not many of the TV shows, except this Loki one. Cause he's an interesting character. Hiddleston is, I mean, it's amazing casting with, with him. He's been kind of perfect in the role yeah, this whole time. Uh, so yeah, it's just, I mean, it, it's just still so much wheel spinning and so much stuff that's so clearly designed to just fill up time. Um, I mean, I only took on episode four, so we'll be reviewing episodes four and five on episode four. I only took four notes. Yeah. I didn't take too many notes on either one. Let me see. Why don't you, why don't you kick it off? I mean, well, or why don't you, we do. I mean, they do sort of blend together for me, but if to the extent you can differentiate them, what what is your overall I'm impression of episode to, four? So, I th- if I had to, because that's the one with a lot of sorry, it's four. background on Lady Loki, and then a lot of right. stuff at the TVA with Mobius trying to figure yeah. out the so, mystery. Right. So, I would say four had more stuff. But four wasn't as wheel spinning as th- three was. Definitely felt like wheel spinning. Right. And five. Five could have been tighter, and you could have fit, fit more like like events and action, or just like anything actually happening into it, probably. Right. But um, I would say four was good because four gave a lot of great background information. Um, they had that weird little thing with C twenty. I'm still not sure if they killed C twenty or is C twenty dead? I, I don't think remember. it's implied that they pruned her. After, yeah. after she was freaking out. Right. Um, the cool background on Lady Loki um, and her connection with the... Man, I don't... Re- re- something with an R. Ravena, the, the judge? Ravena, is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, I liked that. Um, I did like the, the fight scene at the end, which was really cool, which then showed that the timekeepers, like, you know, we're pulling that whole like Wizard of Oz business, so nobody knows where they actually are and who they actually are. Right. Um, that was pretty great. Um, it's just like I I thought that four did a did a really good job of kind of just taking down the TVA and and just just breaking that illusion. And even Mobius saw it, and everybody was just like, "Holy shit, yeah." this is really messed up what's happening. They're not telling us the truth. And then people trying to wanting to, to, to find out the truth, even um, who was it? B B 15. She like took her back to the, to where the hurricane was and she broke it down to her. Um, Lady Loki broke it down to B 15. Like what was, what she saw and what's actually happening. And it's just every, everybody, you know, has, you know, had the, uh, wool taken off of their eyes? Is that a I think so, yeah. <laughs> I think you got it. Um, except for Ravina, I'm not sure where where her mind is right now. Even after five, I guess she's... Uh, yeah. Her, I, I don't know. It's Yeah, I mean, I, one of my notes for episode... I guess we're, we'll skip around a little bit. But one of my notes for episode five was... Um, uh, everything she says sounds like a trap. 
Yeah. Like ev- everything is she she puts a little um a little cayenne pepper on to to make it like seem like is she really being honest? Like her face looks honest. She's got a little smirk in her face. Right. So um yeah, so I mean episode 4 for me, yeah, like it was some really good Owen Wilson stuff. I think I did like his mini arc of going from disbeliever to sort of believer investigator to full on acceptance. Like, mm-hmm. um, I did like his man, like man, Owen Wilson is really good actor. Like I, I, he hasn't just been, he hasn't been in much high profile stuff lately. Um, so I just, I just haven't seen him in anything. Uh, but yeah, he, yeah, he's he great. He's I, I yeah, I got a lot of lot of appreciate newfound appreciation for him, even though you know I always liked him. Um, and I don't, but I mean, like going back to wheel spinning, the stuff with Loki where he's just in that time loop room with uh, Sif, who I get, I guess it's from one of the Thor movies. <laughs> I know we're so terrible because I had no idea what that scene is referencing. I think it's yeah, I think it's referencing a, something in the Thor movie. I guess we should sort of know. I keep saying to myself, I should go back and watch these Thor movies, and then I start watching them, and I'm like, uh, this, this is not as good as Infinity War. Come on. So, uh, yeah, but that was, I mean, sort almost definitionally wheel spinning, <laughs> even because it just kept repeating over and over, and then doing the same jokes, and it, the series is a little too jokey, and where I feel like they should replace the jokiness with more weirdness and maybe a little bit more exposition, because I think there is a lot of story that they could slot in about the TVA and like its history that they just kind of hand wave and they just kind of allude to um, without really getting to it. And it's, yeah, that's why it feels like, you know, this classic Simpsons thing of Milhouse complaining, when are we going to get to the fireworks factory? In the itchy and scratchy and poochy episode, you know, I think it 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 does feel like that a lot. However, I would say that the actors don't make it feel as bad as it could, just because of the performances and like just like how good they are. Do you it's have like, a oh, okay. Do you have a favorite? Um, from this so far, you had to pick no. one. Oh, if I had to pick one, it's Owen. But Tom Hiddleston does a great job too. But I think just every everybody together, like the whole combination of the cast, um, <clears throat> excuse me, they they make it more enjoyable than it would be. I think also just because there's so many, and I was also thinking about this. Like the reason I think that I like this one so much better than the other two. Perhaps I mean we know how I feel about Wanda, but better than Falcon and Winter Soldier even is because I think that in, for me the most fun about the Marvel stuff is like the superpowers and like the sci-fi, the sci-fi aspect and like mm. this other worlds aspect. And that one was just like you know, like we said, it was just like Lethal Weapons. It was just like a buddy cop adventure movie, which is cool. I like that. You mean but Fa- I like Falcon? These, yeah, Falcon and Winter okay. Soldier. But I like the like superpowers and the TVA and all this mysterious like space and universe stuff more. That's what I'm more interested gotcha. in. So I think that's that has, you know, really brought me on board with this. But yeah, it, the, the episodes could definitely be tighter. You said there's only six? Yeah. 
Okay, so this week is the last one, which is probably good, better. I thought it was, I don't know where this came, if it came in episode four or five, but it was interesting that when they prune someone, they don't actually die. They just go to this, like the end of the timeline. Which yeah, is like- so let, let me, well, let me check my notes here for four. Um, see if there's anything, I, I mean, I'm okay with moving into... Um, yeah, into and then five, I think that was... But I, I, Loki having to be brutally honest with himself. Mm-hmm. I don't even. I don't even remember what scene that was from. Uh, Loki and Mobius chemistry. Four. Okay, yeah, that's that's yeah, good. But that's, that's been great. that's been that's but, been series long. Yeah. yeah, series long. For some reason, I wrote down in quotes just kind of an asshole and a bad friend. Who Loki? Maybe I put that in quotes, which I usually do. If oh, so somebody said it. Maybe Mobius said it to Loki. Yeah, I don't know. Um. And then, oh, the planet stakes are set up. Yeah, okay, so this is at the very beginning, before they get rescued from that dying moon or planet situation. Um, I wrote that the the planet stakes are set up, but then they're undercut with these long conversations. Because, yeah, yeah, it it did start out with them just kind of sitting, waiting for uh, the, 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 I don't know, it's a planet that's hitting a moon or a moon that's hitting a planet, I forget, but whatever. It just went on forever, and it's again, it did. that again the wheel spinning. Like it's, I but guess they, like, that slotted fell in, in love with yeah, each other. It's slotted in to sort of build their their love connection, right? Which uh, yeah, that that I'm, which then calls that nexus event, which actually you know. So wait, calls so them wait a minute. So do you understand this? Point. Do you understand the situation with them setting up a nexus event together? Because. It, they didn't. They weren't. It wasn't intentional. But the, is this it? Because it seems like the TVA has been talking about this for a while. So did they know that this was going to happen? Mm, not that I know of. But that was the when they had those feelings for each other and then touched each other that caused it, which allowed them to be found by the TVA and rescued. Oh, no, okay. They, they've, there's been like other. You know, everyone has their nexus event. Like they sort of explained. In uh, when he was with all those Lokis, which was which was actually pretty good comedy, I thought, but it sort of went on for a little too long. That, these, I, I guess them explaining these Nexus event things is is uh, like a phone check moment for me because I I totally do not know what the importance of Nexus events is. Yeah, so that's when they that's when Mobius so the comes power, in I'm sorry, altogether. the power of love is is their nexus event. I I know that one was like a little. I was like, oh, okay, like I mean, it's a song from te- the technically song from the eighties. Really like technically, okay. So if you like really break get break it down, weeds, break it down, guess, Now that I'm thinking about it more, I didn't even think about this then, like. Basically, the whole reason why Lady Loki, Sylvie, was able to hide was because there was this apocalypse. She was hiding inside of the apocalypse, right? Oh, yeah. So nothing was – whatever she did didn't matter. Okay, so why that. would them doing that create a nexus event then at the same time? Yes. Right? So they should have never even appeared anywhere. But I guess they're saying it was like so powerful – them their love <laughs> right because now that i'm thinking about it it shouldn't have mattered like him and mobius think, loki and mobius like we're in there like testing this out like i think the counter to that would be that the tva was probably specifically looking in apocalypse events now as opposed to just everywhere okay. before 
So maybe that sort of, but yeah, like, yes, that that's the whole thing with apocalypse events is that it's a perfect place to hide. But I, I mean, I don't even mind that I, that I don't understand that part or that aspect of the overarching uh, series storyline like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's And that's on me for not paying attention, I guess. But it's, it's still like, it seems like a bit of a MacGuffin because we know that ultimately it's leading. Well, as we saw at the end of episode five and let's transition into episode five, um, that it's, there is some sort of mastermind that's being set up who, who, uh, they're going to go after to, to save the day. I mean, that's basically the storyline. And so failing to get to that, like, or stalling to get to that, I mean, it's, I just don't like it. I mean, I guess you could cut them some slack because it's interesting world building. This whole uh-huh. situation with the TVA is new to the MCU and there's talk that, I mean, look, the next Doctor Strange movie is titled uh, Multiverse, subtitled Multiverse of Madness. So clearly multiverse slash different timelines is going to be a big thing. So, okay, fine. It makes sense that they're spending a lot of time setting up the importance of this. Okay, cool. Um, I just, this, I, I don't think there's great chemistry between uh, Loki and Lady Loki. Lady Loki, yeah. I don't know what's what's your read on that. There's better, ah, I mean, better chemistry okay. with with Mobius. Definitely better chemistry with Mobius. Um, but I don't. It's not ter- terrible, you know. It's like it's whatever. Um, well, we get to episode five and yeah, the main thing is, is him palling around with the alternate reality multiverse Lokis. Um, I mean, I was, people are on the internet allegedly, you know, I don't know if you know my thoughts about how stuff becomes like big on the internet. I think it's basically all paid for publicity and marketing campaigns that are paid for but apparently the internet, quote unquote, is loving uh, Richard E. Grant as classic Loki um, in that dog shit um, high that school costume theater costume. Was so good. Hi, sorry, SNL <laughs> sketch parroting high school theater costume. <laughs> Jesus. All ill fit. Oh, God. I couldn't even look at it. I liked it. What did you I like was about it? The whole time. What did you like it about was so it? Terrible. <laughs> It was so bad. I couldn't, I couldn't with like, that. Man. And I got it. I, I had like, to look okay. at my phone when when he was on screen. I'm sorry. Oh dang. Uh, couldn't couldn't be doing with it. Um, but yeah, this felt like a lot of wheel spinning too. It's just them like fucking around until Lady Loki showed up and like let's actually get to what we need to do. <laughs> but until then, it yeah, was just like, like just, it could have been just, much. Dick, Briefer, I dicking guess. around, yeah. I, yeah. I get. I mean, I think, I think the showrunners and stuff think that these other Lokis are, and and the broader the, the the plot in general is is more engaging than than it is. I get that it's all subjective, but and it's just opinion. But I really don't find the banter all that interesting when all the like 
15 other Lokis showed up to, to fuck with them. I think I must have fallen asleep before that. How did they even get in there? I, I like all of a sudden I turned around and they were there. Maybe <laughs> I, I dozed off. Well, I, so, so they show up and then the scene right after that reveals that the, um, I don't know how to, how else to describe this guy, but, uh, the, t- the taller African American Loki. Yes. Um, betrayed the other Lokis, uh, to this group. You don't remember this? I remember that happening. I just don't remember. He's the one who gave them the location. How they got, how they got in. Um, Loki. I don't even Loki, remember them coming in. Loki just, was like, trying. Around and they were there. Main Loki was trying to escape, and they were just there, right outside the house. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, and actually, I, I guess I shouldn't say African American. I don't know if this guy is American, really. Probably not African Norwegian. I don't know. I'm probably dwelling on this too much. <laughs> <laughs> he was the biggest one. He's the big. We'll say the big one. Oh God. Yeah, there was the big um, one, and then the kid. And the kid. Yeah, let's do that. Um, I'm going to edit that part out. Uh, but anyway, yes, <laughs> he he had betrayed them, uh, and so that's how the other, I guess, super evil Lokis or still evil Lokis uh, were able to track that down. But ultimately, right. that didn't lead to anything because it was just yeah, a big free for all. The other ones just snuck out. And he just snuck out, yeah. So, again, the stakes. The stakes. You don't sell the steak, you I, sell I, the sizzle. I, I did like that classic Loki, old Loki, broke it down and was like, yeah, I don't use weapons. I just, you know, I decided to use, put all my power into magic. And he was, like, super powerful with the magic. I will the say that were not. it was kind of interesting that so this this part I did find interesting because this I feel added to the overall lore of the MCU and the multiverse multiverse in an interesting way because he was saying that essentially he was that Loki in Infinity War that gets that yeah. gets killed by Thanos except in his reality he hid and he was so good at doing facsimiles of himself that Thanos thought he killed him and he just in the wreckage um, and then f- eventually found another planet to post up on and has lived his life. It's interesting because the way they these um, Asgardians age because they're all thousands of years old but they look relatively young still so for him to be this this old he must have hung out on this planet for what tens of thousands of years oh that's a good point i didn't even think of that yeah he just hung out there by himself it's just a lot slow because we see lady loki as a child so they do age it's just slowly so that's fine and and that lore is interesting because okay yeah like he's like i was just a coward but i survived you know that that i thought was great um that little yeah i i liked that one a lot and then it was interesting because his nexus event According to him, was when he decided to leave the planet and tried to get off. Yeah, and he was and immediately like, no, captured. You're supposed to stay here. <laughs> exactly. Um. So I have that. Um. I have. I actually wrote more notes for this, but oh yeah. So the main thing with um this uh, smoke monster, which yes, it really seems that they t- stole. They stole, like, I wanted to steal a big box of plastic cups from that place and just run off. They stole this from Lost. 
Almost certainly. And, and even like making it have like a bear's face is also from Lost, the polar bear. Oh, because there was that polar bear, right? Yeah. Um, or, or I guess you could say homage. Fine. I don't care. Uh, and also, there were even shades of, um, I don't know if you ever saw the movie Annihilation. Um, Natalie Portman. Yes. Like super weird movie from, I think the guy who did Deus Ex. Um, but there is like a, there's a bear monster, like part of the, the conceit. Oh, right. There is part of the conceit of annihilation is that DNA in this one area, DNA gets mixed together in a really weird way. So a flower's DNA can mix with a human to create like a plant that looks like a human. And so there's just weird sort of stuff going on. And so there is a bear that gets mixed with. Uh, I think a person and then also some other animal to create this, this weird, weird, various terrifying looking bear that kind of screams, screams like a human. Um, But that's a great, that's an excellent movie. I really, really liked it. Um, But anyway, yeah, the face of the, uh, I think is Aliath or Alioth. Oh yeah. That's true. Look just like this, this bear monster. And yeah. Okay. So it's the big bad, but they realize it's actually sort of a guard dog for the real big bad. But yeah, it, for me, it's right, like, I thought that was cool. They, okay. Yeah. They set it up as she wants to enchant it. And then through various contrivances, she's able to enchant it. And then we see the next big bad. And it's like, all right. I mean, the, the thing is like, what I, what I want is uh, a thing that, and, and I'm reminded of the, the show, the shield where they got to the yeah. shit immediately like there was no holding off and wheel spinning like they would get to the to like even okay so if the previous episode set up something it would be you would be watching that setup that that thing within the first five minutes of the next episode and then they would get into to more problems that they would then have to work out and you would actually like you would see story movement like i feel like there is very very little wheel spinning on the shield maybe in the later seasons but um and so, and I think you can do that. And the thing is, and I, here's one of my notes here that I wrote down. I was like, do they save the great writing and plotting for the movies? Because they still don't, I don't know if that's just a lack of confidence, but like you can, in the MC, you can get the best writers and, um, and directors and, and what have you from the, from the movie making world, if, if they want. I mean, I saw that. For the series Moon Knight, they the directors they got. Um, actually, I I've been following. It's two guys who did two movies. Uh, one is called Fuck. It's it's on Netflix. It's it's two like basically high concept sci fi movies that are very low budget, but have a cool concept and they they exploit it almost perfectly. Um, I think it's called like The Eternal or The Knowing, but it's about time loops at this like weird cult that. camp i didn't watch it but yeah i've almost watched it it's really I've good the preview for I, it. I recommend it i recommend watching it it's it's really good but again okay. it's just a cool sci-fi concept so those guys are going to be doing moon knight with oscar isaacs and and ethan hawk i believe they're shooting it right now so that one i'm really i'm actually really looking forward to um but yeah so so 
directors on that level, they can MCU can pluck out, they can take their pick. And I guess that's why I'm sort of disappointed is they have all this money to do like these cool things and they look great. But I feel I yeah, just feel like they do look great. You know, they every and maybe I'm crazy, but I think everything should be Infinity War level going forward. Well, do you think that sometimes maybe not sometimes, but with these recent TV ones that they're sort of like a victim of the format where they feel because of the movies, like, okay, you've got hmm. X amount of time to tell your story and get it done. And with this, you still have X amount of time, but they're like, we need at least six episodes, which is like minimum. You're, you're talking, I don't know, hour, three hours or three like four. five to six hours. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah, like three to five hours of content that you need at this point, which is, you know, longer than a movie. So it's like, okay, how am I going to fill all this time? I guess you could say that, yes, because the MCU, broadly speaking, Kevin Feige, who's sort of running everything, is used to doing movies because um, they've been doing, you know, what? Well, I guess 12, 12 no, like 14 years, basically. Kevin Feige has a longer career doing movies. Um, actually, was a producer on the first X Men movie. Um, hmm. So being just used to doing movies and then getting getting used to doing TV series, but uh, but <laughs> there's plenty of TV series that are they have to fill way more time than that, and they still do a great job. So yeah, I mean maybe he needs to. Yeah, I mean, look, I've been watching The Sopranos a lot lately. Every episode of that is like killer, basically. I mean, you, you, we know about our fan fandom of The Wire. Uh, there's like no wasted movement in in The Wire, so right, it, it can be done. It's just you know, if if it's not being done, then they deserve to get critiqued, and that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm here for, <laughs> listeners. Good old visceralist, <laughs> got your back. Don't be afraid of the MCU, the fan fanboys. You know they can be critiqued. It's okay. It'll be okay as long as they cast Hugh the Jackman. Fanboys are not afraid. Yeah, actually, I don't want any problems with the fanboys. So don't. <laughs> no, let's move on. Um. So yeah, so the setup the the big bad is apparently in some castle that was revealed by enchanting the smoke monster. Uh, I don't know. Do you have any other overall thoughts? Uh, anything we, um, we missed in episode five? I know I jumped around. Not that I really remember. Like episode five, it's yeah, a lot happened, but a lot didn't happen. Um, if that makes any sense, like. It didn't move the plot forward, but it it seemed like for I don't know how long the episode was, probably like forty five minutes. But for however long it was, it seemed like more should have actually happened. Yeah, um, good point. <laughs> yeah, for forty five um, minutes, all I can remember as I'm thinking back is fucking around in the bunker, the fight scene, and then fighting the smoke monster. Yeah, and like alligator Loki, like this stuck in my mind. I don't want to see. I don't some sort to. of like sight gag recurring thing. That's just like what they have to do. Though. Alligator Loki f- feels like it's designed to to be memeable or to try to go viral. Like it, it's too on the nose. Like that feels like yeah. 
hey kids, meme this. Because he That's like, did he point. burp at some point? I don't know. I feel like he, he might have said like, "You got the right one, baby," or "Was up" or something. <laughs> <laughs> did he? Didn't he? <laughs> oh my gosh! You got the right one, baby. Uh, uh, yeah, I wasn't. I, I wasn't having so. alligator Loki. He could have. Um, I don't know. I'm sort of setting. Like I have prepared myself to be underwhelmed mm. uh, with the outcome Yikes. for this week. Really? Yeah. All of the only okay out of the other two, like I guess they gave decent wrap ups. Oh, so you're thinking one, about the finales of the other two shows? Yeah, but this one's yeah the finales of the two shows. But this one is a lot harder. Like to go in to try to wrap up this whole plot line of the TVA and the timekeepers in one episode. And they've made it like, yeah, this episode has to be tight. There can't be any of this, this stuff that they've been doing for the past five episodes. And I just don't see it happening. Unfortunately, hmm. like, I'm going to be entertained. I'm going to like it. But when it, I feel like when it comes to like the ending, I'm just going to, be left wanting, you know? Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, we, I think we, was it our review for the first episode? We did predictions on what other MCU figures might show up. I mean, I don't think there's going to be any of at this point. I don't think so. Now it's, it's a, the only one that could be somebody out of, who did I say? Sorcerer Supreme or like Dr. Strange. Right. Like they, potentially could still show up but i think at this point nobody's coming yeah i think i think we're pretty much locked into the characters that we have so far um so i i don't know i'm not even really expecting i'm i'm it's more like i'm gonna watch it to get it over with which sounds bad it's not i don't mean it, it does I, sound bad. I don't mean it quite that bad but i do mean it kind of close to that bad. Dang. It's really rubbed you the wrong way, huh? You know, I was watching the FX was doing a Fast and the Furious movie. Oh, uh, it's kind of uh, <laughs> um, marathon last weekend, I think. Yeah. So I think I actually watched, I think I watched seven and eight. And yeah, they're definitely pretty stupid. <laughs> and the the action scenes are pretty good but it hooked me in and i do want to go back and watch four five and six like i because oh, i've heard five is the best because that's when the rock comes in five. Oh yeah then in brazil like they're all very the action sequences are super i haven't seen all of them are really entertaining but some of them are like, so over well the top. i i still remember the trailer for Four, which was the first one where they're actually trying to like make something of this series, like because that's when the four primaries come back: Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, Michelle Rodriguez, and Jordana Brewster. And I remember the trailer for that, and I was like, and I think I hope I have this right because it might actually be five, but it's the the tr the whole trailer is just them trying to steal um like a like on a highway it's all 
moving, trying to steal yeah. like a gas tanker or something, or uncouple a gas tanker. Um, from, from, I think you're right. Something. I mean, the, the action sequences are pretty. And cool. I was like, well, it's it's one thing to do a trailer that's basically just one scene from a movie that rarely happens, and I thought that in and of itself was pretty cool. Um, but also the action in it looked looked like top notch because like Tokyo Drift and Too Fast Too Furious were like fucking soul plane level movies like there was just like nothing to the i mean i like those like they and they were regarded that way like no one took that franchise seriously at all like there's a third one okay and yeah, and, they're, and they can't four. even associate it with the original cast well yeah no no shock i mean geez i guess they're trying something right. so but yeah, to, to see where it's come since then is is pretty interesting. I mean, they're they're entertaining. If you want to talk about chemistry with the cast, that cast is pretty good with each other. I agree. Like, I agree. Their <laughs> their back and forth is great. Um. Yeah. So I yeah I saw the Charlize Theron one. Yeah, that was that fight scene. I didn't that see fight that scene one. on the plane. Oh, you haven't seen that? That's no. That's I'm eight. curious about oh, it. Oh, that one is. There's this fight scene on a plane with Jason Statham. Oof. It's pretty nice. A lot of good stuff okay. going on there. So, I mean, it should be telling that, like, I spent <laughs> most of my breakdown of the, the upcoming, or my preview of the upcoming episode talking about a completely different franchise. <laughs> and I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> I'm just saying, I want some kind of resolution, but unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to get it. Mm-hmm. Which is okay, I guess. But. Just I'm just you know tempering my expectations going in. Fair enough. <laughs> um, um. All right, your prediction on who survives? Everybody's not surviving. Oh, okay. Yes. Out of the two of the two of them, there's no way both of them come out of this, right? Uh, I do feel like they've been setting Lady Loki up for for a longer run. Um. Uh. As far as who dies, oh, uh, Ravina. Ah, uh, yeah, I, she's gonna be. She's gonna I be would in say that's, that's gonna be a straight death, not a not a pruning. Hmm, good one. Um, but other than that, I think everyone. You think that both Loki's well, survive? Oh, oh, Mobius too. I, I guess I, I would, I could well, say Mobius, because. Oh yeah, that's true. I don't think he went back because I don't TVA. think Owen Wilson is really like. Yeah, okay. So this is mostly me analyzing it from a business perspective as opposed to story. So, but that's look. That's just kind of what I do. I, I follow the business pretty closely. So I, I doubt Owen Wilson is going to want to really hang around the MCU that that much. So I could definitely see him doing some kind of sacrifice play at the last minute. Ravina is the villain up until now. Okay, we know there's a big bad out there, but uh, fine, up until now, she's been the big bad. Oh, uh, what's her B-15? Oh, yeah, she's still around, too. see her... Seems like she's trapped in some cell, but... I mean, maybe Owen, like, busts her out of the cell or something. Busts her out of Ravina's, like, okay, this is your one last chance to prove your loyalty to the TVA. Ha <laughs> 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 get the you see with all these plastic cups you can have one if you prove the loyalty you can have as many as you want you can, okay well you can have one sleeve but that's still a lot <laughs> you come with us this could be your life if I see this. 
could be drinking anything you want out of plastic cup. <laughs> blood, even. You want okay, that's too far. You don't want blood. That was dark. Uh yeah, we're not. But that, not but that shit that shit so, oh, yeah. Mobius was drinking in like episode two. Is that some Josta or something? Some bullshit from the nineties that was terrible. God. I gotta say, and and I can you know the '90s are played for a joke in this, and it, it seems it's been heavily implied that uh, well, Mobius is um, a variant, and probably they pruned him or, or kidnapped him or whatever. Oh yeah, from the night because he's really in jet ski jokes, the jet ski stuff, and also he is <laughs> drinking. I think he mentions Boku. Which was like a like an iced tea drink from the early nineties. Oh, he did say that. I don't remember. I'm that. pretty sure they referenced that at some point. Um, and yeah, look, the nineties. Having lived through the nineties, as uh, you know, I'm not gonna say how old I was then, but I remember everything very clearly. So, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, it's it's definitely ripe for uh, being made fun of. Uh, but, you know, it was pretty chill. I, I'd say it's better than the 80s, culturally. I would agree. Um, and you, you had the introduction of the internet, you know? You and I saw, our, we can still remember times both before and during and well after the, the internet hitting, hitting the globe. I mean, I, I don't want to speak for you. Do you, re- do you remember times before the internet? Yeah, it was like very clear before the internet, before a computer was in the house. Mm-hmm. Like, then you started getting those AOL mailers and Earthlink mailers. That's right, those CDs. <laughs> but before that, yeah, you know, looking in the newspaper for movie times, calling up the theater. Right. like Call, calling, up your, have, calling up your friends, having to memorize numbers. Yeah. Your friends' phone numbers. Um, going outside to play. <laughs> going outside to play like making a trip to the arcade to play video games oh yeah you if know? you didn't have yeah or well i mean fuck the big one blockbuster video oh, going rent, renting a movie for the weekend into the movie renting games doing all types of stuff but but yeah the 90s i think were, were good i did like his little bit like even when he was going through his like this is Owen Wilson Mobius, his like semi-dramatic speech telling about how he's a variant. Where am I from? I probably had somebody I loved and all this. Mm. And then he just had to throw in that jet ski. You know? <laughs> I probably had a jet ski too. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Owen, Owen's got to have a joke somewhere. But I did like it though. It fell right in. It fell perfectly. It so. did. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> all right. Well, guess we can wrap up. Uh, oh, uh, did you? So they released the trailer for Succession season three. Now I specifically didn't watch it because I don't want to be spoiled at all. Did you watch it? Uh, yeah, it was fine. It didn't. It really didn't give anything okay, away. Yeah. It just it actually just made me uh go back and start rewatching season nice, one. Nice, so nice. That's what I've been doing. Do it. Uh, I mean, they they left season two on a hell of a cliffhanger, so. Yeah, they can't. They got to be really, really careful with these trailers to, because, like, not too, not too much is given away. Okay, I mean, it's I a mean, like, I like preview. with shows that I really love, like Succession. 
I don't want to know anything. And I, I know that that seems crazy given my affinity for spoilers generally, but that's for stuff that I don't really. I mean, there's uh, as only as far a, as I remember, they didn't even show love. the new characters. Okay. Well, see, I didn't even like even knowing that Kendall is still alive feels like too much. Oh, gotcha. Like, okay, so yeah, Logan didn't have him killed immediately? Okay. No, well. Logan. <laughs> Cousin Greg is still alive. Okay, too. all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'll, I'll see it when I see it, when the, when the show airs. Really looking forward to it. So new I don't remember the date, though. I don't think they did They say didn't a say a date. They've just been saying fall. So Okay. Which is great. It's great, because I believe... I've been following more their shooting schedule. And I think I saw that they just wrapped shooting everything like, like two weeks ago, maybe. So oh, they're in okay. editing. If there's, if they're shooting for fall, we'll say October. Okay. That's three months from now. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty tight editing schedule. Hmm. Especially for a show like this, where I suspect well, no, it's really tightly scripted. So I was going to say, I suspect there's a lot of imp- improvisation, but I really don't th- don't think so because I don't think the, there's a ton. The cast is mostly actors, not comedian improvisers. So they really prefer um, tight scripts that you don't veer from that much. So anyway, um, I only bring it up because the overall showrunner, like executive producer, is Adam McKay, who who comes from right. improv. I mean, he's a UCB guy, so... Anyway. I mean, if anything, maybe some of, like, Roman's lines, maybe. Uh, I mean, he's pretty he much... might have, like, a little freedom to, like, throw some stuff in there sometimes. I feel like, yeah, Kieran Culkin could probably inhabit... He's, at, by this point, he's inhabited that character so well that he could yeah. riff in the... And he's a riffy-type character, too. Right. So, so maybe. But, if yeah, I don't think anybody else... Yeah, it's really doing anything like that. Um, I guess potentially, Greg. I don't know. I was gonna just gonna say potentially Brian Cox, just because he's such an experienced actor. Mm. Like at this point, this might be able to. But God, it's gonna be tough for these actors to to do. I mean, particularly particularly Kendall and uh, what's his name? Uh, Nick, is it Nicholas Braun? No, that's Greg. Yeah. Wait, who are you thinking of? Kendall. Oh, yeah, I don't think I've seen him. Just trying to think of his name, the actor's name. Oh, I don't know his his real name. I've seen Tom's character. Tom's character has been in a couple. Well, other he's been things. in a bunch of British things. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Brian Cox so f- perfectly inhabits Logan Roy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kendall too. Kendall was in uh Guy Ritchie's movie. Um. Fuck. Oh, the newer one? No, the the less newer one, the slightly less newer one. It's called the the know. gents, maybe. Oh, that's so. That's what I thought. Wait, there's one after that. Yeah, he put out Wrath of Man with Jason Statham. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, it's not apparently just more straight, uh, straight action drama. I think, oh, as okay. opposed, it's not really like loosey goosey crime jokey. Jokey, jokey. All right, we should. <laughs> okie dokie. Yeah, let's give him the okie dokie. Okie pokey. 
<laughs> we're, 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 we're done here. Yeah, we're definitely done here. Well, we turn ourselves around and here. <laughs> Okay, can you do the? Can you close us out? <laughs> um, make sure <laughs> episode one twenty seven. Keep something green, <laughs> Mister List. <laughs> Bringing it back to Skate America. <laughs> we turn ourselves around. <laughs> oh, Mister's podcast. We have. <laughs>